This is True Sleep. If it's your first time listening, this is a podcast that's designed to help you meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still. So it's designed to help you truly deeply rest by filling your mind with scripture, God's enriching truth. It's the best way to the best rest, God's rest. And just want to quickly say hello to listeners all the way in, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but Calabarzon in the Philippines. I'm uh, really glad you're listening there, really glad you're listening wherever you are. And we like to get started right off the bat. And so this time we're going to be in Genesis chapter 1, and we're going to be thinking deeply on verses 20 through 23. I assume we'll make it all the way through 23. So here is the fifth day of creation. We've seen God creating day after day, and then standing back and observing how good his creation is. And he says, And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures. So first, just a reminder that God created by speaking. God said. That's how he begins each act of creation. God's word is supernaturally powerful. It creates God's works. It creates God's effects. Just by listening right now to God's words, God is producing an effect in you. He is building up your faith. He's creating faith in you. He's strengthening your allegiance to Him. He's uh, creating holiness in you. He's setting you apart. He, his word does not go out without accomplishing His purposes. And God said, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures. Let's just pause. This is a little bit to the this is a little to the side here of the main point of this passage, but just thinking about the power of God's creative word. Think back over your life, how God has formed you through his word. And I recognize not all of those who listen to this are mature Christians or have been exposed to the Bible a great deal. Uh, when I say His Word, I mean the words that we find in the Bible, Scripture. We believe those are breathed out by God, that it was inspired by God through the Holy Spirit. Even though human beings wrote it down, uh, it was not all just their human ideas. It was God's very powerful revelation, we call it. And so maybe you grew up in church and have heard a lot of Scripture. And if so, just think back over how blessed you are to have been a recipient of God's powerful Word all this time. And if this is more new to you, if you're a new Christian or you're not a Christian at all and you stumbled on this podcast, I encourage you to seek out God's Word and just thank you and uh, I don't know if congratulate you is the right word, but it's great that you're listening to this right now. I'm really glad you are. And God said, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures. All right. When we're in Genesis, we do a lot of visualizing here. And I think that's a good way to meditate on this. So just picture the waters. Think oceans, deep oceans 
expanses of water. Now, it's not just water out there and down there. It's swarming with living creatures. So just bring to mind images of the living creatures you're aware of in our oceans. All those different kinds of creatures in the seas God created by speaking them into existence. And they swarm. I'm just picturing nature documentaries that I've seen over the years of just beautiful footage of deep under the waters of schools of fish. Uh, just beautiful, creative. There are some bizarre creative creatures under there. I, I always think about that one. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it has like a little light that sticks off its head to attract its prey. And then it eats them once they are attracted to that light. There's probably creatures down there that no human has ever seen that just exists for God's glory. Just an expression of his creativity. And God said, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So just like you're visualizing the swarms of living creatures in the seas, now visualize birds. Let birds fly above the earth. So just pull up in that Google image search in your brain and your memory just the images of different types of birds that you're aware of that you've seen. Now, of course, we don't visualize these creatures in the seas and in the skies in order to worship those creatures. We visualize them in order to worship the God who created them and to just give him glory for the beauty of his creation, to celebrate his goodness that's reflected in these beautiful creatures. Whenever I'm thinking about birds like this, I mean, it's not like I'm walking around thinking about birds all the time, uh, but when I'm trying to meditate on this passage, I always think back, I grew up kind of out in the country, and there were farm fields around, and we had sort of a big open backyard, and certain times of year, especially around in the fall, there would be these huge flocks of birds, these black birds, and they would all swarm together. And occasionally they would all be together out in the field beside my house. And if you walked outside and clapped your hand, they would all lift off together and then fly as a, almost as one unit. And the way they would, uh, the way that looked, that flock of birds, I always found so fascinating and beautiful. That's what my mind usually goes to. But your mind may go elsewhere. You may have had different experience with birds. Um, seeing bald eagles at the zoo or something like that. Or who knows, maybe you're a bird watcher. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures 
and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm, according to their kinds, and every winged bird, according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So here as we're picturing these swarms and this variety of types of sea creatures and air creatures, birds, God created them each according to their kind. So whenever you see beauty in creation, don't attribute it to blind, uh, unintelligent, natural mechanisms. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking here about evolution and natural selection and, you know, what, whatever we make of the science with all that, the main thing that we must never lose is that God is the creative force behind it all. God created it. He spoke it into creation. And it should cause us to be in awe of him. And so we want to pause here and just give him his due, his due respect and due worship and just sort of praise him. You can praise him mentally, but with words of praise in your mind, you know, thank you for these, these beautiful creatures or just more generally just uh, lift your heart in a, a praising fashion toward him as you picture these, these beautiful creations of his, but we must attribute it to him. We must never fall into the idolatry of attributing it to um, just an, an impersonal Big Bang initiated process. All this is here because God is glorious. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So if you've been listening to this for a while, you know that each time we come to that, as we're meditating through Genesis chapter 1, God saw that it was good. We stop and realize that we are made in His image, and just like He did this creative work, we do creative work each day. Uh, even if we don't think of it that way. And it's good to enjoy that work. It's good to sort of step back and look at it and acknowledge that's good. I'm glad that I was able to do that. It It's better that I did that than if I had not done that. And so I want to give you about 30 seconds to think back over your last 24 hours. What all God enabled you to do that was good? And don't, uh, don't shortchange yourself. Even small things are worthy of enjoying, stepping back and just enjoying your labor and your toil. So think back over what all you've accomplished over the last 24 hours, not in a prideful way or a self-glorifying way, but just in a satisfaction in the good work that God has given you to do. What all did you do? What all did you accomplish?
That can be really restful if you are like me. Uh, I tend to have, I, I generate a you know, to-do list, task list every Monday for the week and then every morning for the day. And it's always way more than is humanly possible to accomplish. And by the end of the day, often all I'm focused on are the things that I did not get done. And I'll feel stressed and tense and burdened with that. And um, my wife will remind me of the things that I did get done. Well, remember, you did this and this and this. And when you hear it all listed out, you're able to step back and say, well, you know, that is good. That This wasn't a waste of a day just because I didn't accomplish 15 things. I did accomplish seven things. And uh, so there was progress there and it's good. And I imagine that you accomplished more in the last 24 hours than you may, uh, I, I guess I'll say give yourself credit for, but it's not about crediting ourselves. It's about finding peace and joy and satisfaction in the good work that God has prepared beforehand for us to do each day. We're not meant to always be slavishly, fearfully, anxiously uh, worried about what we're not accomplishing. You know, we're not omnipotent. We're not omnipresent. And we're not omniscient. We can't be everywhere, do everything, know everything. But we can be faithful with what is in front of us. Okay, verse 22. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So as we think about these swarms of living creatures, they're still here after all these centuries. I know that some maybe have gone extinct, but just in general, there's still fish in the seas, there's still birds in the airs, they continue to be fruitful, they continue to multiply. God's blessing, this ancient blessing upon them, remains in effect. He still enables them to be fruitful and multiply. Jesus used the birds as an example of how God cares for even these small creatures. And he cares for us as well. He cares for you. And we finish with verse 23. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. It's so interesting that these days are counted starting with the evening, ending with the morning like that. Uh, I read one author, I think I've mentioned this before, but I've read one author who argued that that's the way the Hebrew Hebrews viewed their days as beginning with the evening when you're powering down and going to bed and then ending with the, the, the active part that you're living during the daylight because it strengthened their faith in God. It You woke up halfway through the day, God has already been at work while you were asleep, and, and he's allowing you to join him in the, that waking work. Now, that's not something I've thought deeply about. I think it rings true, and uh, even if it's not exact, you can be at rest as, as you are right now. God is at work. God is awesome. He is creative. He is in charge of this whole universe. Uh, you're not in charge of the whole universe. You can let that pressure fall away. You are yet another one of his creatures, though way different from these sea creatures and sky creatures, as we'll get to uh, in just a few passages in Genesis. So let me pray for you. Father, thank you for this listener. I know that he or she is precious in your sight. You created them in your image. You love them. You mean for them to know you and worship you, to uh, go about their day tomorrow, 
aware of the bird song in their ears and uh, seeing these birds around and letting each one be a reminder of your goodness and your glory. And I pray that they would be worshiping you all day long tomorrow, that they would be uh, deeply at peace and joyful because of it. In Jesus' name, amen.